Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to another sports 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 podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is Phil Renta, the sports outsider. You're going so fast, I can't. I keep know. Up. I, we our show is so jam packed. I want to get through all of it. I know, but I can't keep up. My my tender ears can't process. Okay, well let's dive right in, folks. Uh, Phil, we're not going to ask you if you did any sports because we got a Tecmo Super Bowl update. Watch update. Do we not? Tecmo Super Bowl update. Watch update. Update. Watch update. Brought to you by. Febreze, smell the taste in your ears. God, it gets weirder every time. I feel like we used that one before. Did we smell the like taste that, in your ears? I feel like they made. Yeah, really. They I don't think I've heard that drop senses. Yet. Yeah, it's very strange. They've, they they're using three different senses. Is it supposed to be uh, smell the scent in your nose? That would yes. That, that would, would be consistent. Or taste the taste in your mouth. Or hear the sound in your ears. But you right. shouldn't be tasting they Febreze. Have, no, Febreze yeah. is a, a scented product. That's another we love thing. you, yeah, Febreze. Think, Thank you for you sponsoring think, Yeah, but segment. you'd think maybe somebody's going to get sued if kids at home are drinking the Febreze because they're trying to smell the taste in their ears. They shouldn't. Getting ear yeah. infections from putting Febreze oh, in their Oh, that would ear. be terrible. Your eardrum would get all swole. Mm. That's what workout people say. Like, I'm going to go get swole. <laughs> That's the new thing now. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not saying jacked anymore? No, they say swole. Mm. Yeah. Well, speaking of workouts. Yeah. Uh, how about that Tecmo Super Bowl? Uh, this week was a bye week. Are you serious, Phil? Yeah, there was no game this week. Oh, come on. You, but no, you can, there wasn't a game this week. You no, see? I know that, but you can just hit simulate, and it'll go to the next week. Then. Oh, yeah. that would be cheating. We've got to play it in real cheating, time. Cheating, Phil. <sighs> okay, when you play a video game, you have to play it in real time. I LARP my video game play. Wow, are you serious? Yep. You're, are you deadly serious with what? this right now? You said LARP? Yep, live action role play. Uh, it has to go in the real order. Does this mean you're practicing during the week? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like exercising my fingers. Wow. Ha <laughs> ha. That's, that's all I have to say, Phil. Wow. Yeah. Bye week. All right. But next week we're going to have a Tecmo Bowl Super Bowl. Unless it's another bye week. There's only one per season. And you do realize that we're, we're counting on you, Phil. Yeah, I know. This is part of the intro now. It's an important segment. It's America's second favorite segment. Next to Weird Sports. Yeah, next to Weird Sports, right. yeah. All right. Well, that was Tecmo Super Bowl. Update, watch, update. Update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Febreze. Smell the scent. In your fingernails. <laughs> so close. Wow. wow. That wow. drop guy was crazy. <laughs> kind of lost it at the end. Yeah. yeah no, we, we should got, maybe we send an email involved. to Febreze. Yeah. Make sure that they know what they're putting up. Yeah. I think that they just let the audio recorders go buck yeah, wild. Yeah, that might the be the in-house case. advertising has gone rogue at yeah. Febreze. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Joe Flacco celebrates with McNuggets. Why? What would you celebrate with? McNuggets. All right. Wait. Moments after signing a new six-year contract that made him the highest-paid player by annual value in history, Joe Flacco's went to the McDonald's drive-thru and ordered a 10-piece McNugget combo with fries and an unsweetened iced tea for $6.99. Wow, he saved money. That guy knows value. 
Yeah. The contract includes a $29 million signing bonus and is worth a guaranteed $52 million over the life of the contract. Wow. Yeah, but what was the dipping sauce? Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Sherry Norman, a diehard Ravens fan working at the McDonald's, thought the customer's profile remarkably resembled Joe Flacco. He turned to the w- drive through window and bam! Face full of Flacco. Oh, I hate it when I get a face full of Flacco. <laughs> she stuffed his carton full of fries and made sure they were hot and gave him a bunch of extra sauces. No questions asked. Ooh, what kind of sauces? What kind of sauces does uh, Mr. Uh, Spanish for Skinny uh, order? What's Spanish for Skinny? Flacco. Oh, okay. Uh, barbecue. Okay. Ranch. What? On a 10-piece, he had two different sauces? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's honey mustard? What? Three? What? Yeah. It's like three nuggets per sauce. And then he asked if they could squirt some mayo in the in the box. Oh, gross. Oh, my God. Ew. By the oh, way, man. let me just say how, like, what total sense it makes for Joe Flacco to be the highest paid player in football. I mean, after all, we're talking about a guy who was a completely marginal talent for almost his entire career until, like, the last four games of the season when he appeared to be an above-average quarterback. That's why he's living as if the bottom could fall out and saving his money and going to McDonald's, Joel. (laughs) No, I hear that. He didn't go to Fleming Steakhouse. Six years? It's ridiculous. He's getting paid more than Drew Brees, getting paid more than Peyton Manning, getting paid more than Tom Brady. I'm sure that's not how he pitched himself. Was like, I'm a marginal quarterback. Come on. Yes, I was being sarcastic, Phil. I cannot believe the Ravens paid him this much money. Can you believe he celebrated at McDonald's? I I just won a Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, but it made Sherry Norman's day. Good for Sherry. It should have made Joe Flacco's day because he's like the 10th best quarterback in football. I'm I'm not even kidding, and and I could not believe this news when I read it this morning because I've been out of town for a few days. But will you believe this? New York Yankees general manager Brian Cashman breaks his ankle skydiving. <laughs> really? Wow. He was skydiving with the Golden Knights of the U.S. Army at Homestead Air Force Base in Florida. Cashman was jumping to raise awareness for the Wounded Warrior Project. <laughs> And wound up wounded. Har har. That, that cannot count as a joke, as that line was included in the AP write-up. Really? Yes. Those AP people are getting a little silly. Right? Yeah. They were sniffing glue. Yeah. Uh, he will need surgery on the fracture, and it's a similar fracture to the injury Derek Jeter experienced ah! in the ALCS. He now joins the list of old, overpaid, underperforming Yankees. <laughs> So wait, he broke his ankle while skydiving. Like, what are you gonna hit? What do you hit on the way oh, down? Did he the, forget uh, the to take? Did he oh, forget to take on landing? Did he forget to take a parachute? I imagine oh, that's probably yeah, that's the probably way why, most people huh? get injured when they. New York they... Yankees general manager Brian Cashman dies skydiving. <laughs> that would be the headline if he forgot his parachute. Oh. I think there's a chance he'd live. Well, no, maybe he just directed all of his force onto that one ankle and survived, but obviously broke his ankle. Ankle ankle is not gonna be the same. <laughs> Yeah, that's Brian Cashman got injured. Wow, I I mean I don't want to. I'm not some, a professional athlete. No, but I've skydove before. Really? And is it, is it skydove or skydived? Sky Dave. Sky Dave. I'm a Sky Dave. <laughs> My name is Dave, and I sky. But so I sky Dave, and I know like upon landing, you're supposed to kind of like tuck tuck your tuck your knees up to your chest and yeah. kind of do a little bit of a runny run. Well, I don't think he did that. He obviously, because I know there's a way with when you land with the uh, parachute. If you don't do it right, you can injure your leg. Yeah, legs. he he must have been getting cocky. Oh. I blame him. Wasn't he 
strapped to somebody else? Isn't that what people who don't aren't like veteran skydivers do when they go skydiving is strap an actual skydiver to their back? You know, I believe this was his second jump. Oh. Uh, because that was in the story that he had done this earlier. However, I don't know if he was still strapped to someone. If he was, it's, it's, it's funnier that U.S. Yeah. Army uh, paratroopers, presumably Red Sox fans, yeah. Yeah. get this. I'm going to break Bryant and Cashman's <laughs> ankle. Right. But then I'm sure that they carried him off the field very heroically, and they're going, leave no man behind. We're Army Rangers. I'm going to get you out of here, man. I'm going to get you out. I Don't worry, is, you're going to see your kids again. I'm going to be honest. I think this is a ploy. I think we're going to see late in the season, right around the deadline, Cashman is going to be making trades with a bloody sock. Oh. You know, and they're going to they're really going to sell that as a big, big thing. And it's going to be all made up, Jordan. It's just going to be them. I think, it's, know, I think he's finally going to start doing HGH, is what I think. <laughs> yeah. Good. Aiden, Aiden is recovering. About time. Everyone else is. All right. What do we got in the show today? Uh, let's see. Uh, we have our college basketball analyst, Ronnie Romano. Oh, I'm excited to meet Ronnie Romano. Yeah, yeah hot I've new talent, calling games for, I think, NBC Sports. NBC, uh, formerly Versus. Yeah. Formerly Versus, so that's going to be interesting. Cool. And we have uh, some professional basketball news. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know anything about professional basketball. Oh, stop no. playing coy. Ah. Roy. Yeah. And, uh, Phil, do we have a weird sport? You're goddamn right we got a weird sport. It's so weird, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wow. let's, let's all right. get started. Let's get yeah. going. All right, Phil, this is exciting. Yep. I've kept you around today. You have. This time I get to do some interviewing. Right, and because uh, Joel wanted to step out and grab some burritos. Yeah, because he's a hungry boy. Hungry boy! <laughs> but we have today with us NBC's newest addition to the play-by-play book, NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, newest addition to the booth. Actually, previously versus. Previously versus. Yeah. And it's kind of their their answer to Dick Vitale. ESPN has a you know an icon in Dick Vitale. Yeah, the loud guy. Right, he's very loud. He's very bald. He's very loud. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the studio, uh, Ronnie Romano. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hello. Actually, it's Ronald. Okay. Noted. Now, Ronald Romano. Right now, oh. you are new to the whole broadcasting scene. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, NBC was looking for someone with a great deal of basketball acumen, and okay. uh, and so uh, they went with me because I understand statistics and I've done quite a bit of you know important writing on on the subject. Well, yeah. What did you do before you know getting this uh, broadcasting job? Seemingly out of nowhere. I was a statistics professor at Western Montana University. Oh wow! Oh, that would be cool to have a statistics professor who was really into basketball, and he'd be like, "Bam! The answer's five, baby." Right, like Dick yeah. Vitale. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I've actually, um, the one concern that NBC had when they hired me was that maybe I would not bring as much personality to the role that that one Dick Vitale does. Oh, you're so, teaming with personality. What are they talking about? Well, this is this is what I figured. So I've actually I've written uh, a number of sort of catchphrases to work in, much like Dick Vitale does. Uh, oh, so I think nice. a lot of people are going to find I'm equally as as exciting and engaging a personality as dick vitale and maybe twice as informative and absolutely i feel like Vitale doesn't say a lot of things worth uh, substance absolutely i have a lot of of basketball acumen i am bringing to this that one dick vitale does not all right like slam bam thank you ma'am that's a dunk right like things like that that's mine i know all right all right ronnie what do you got for us okay uh well we're coming up on uh, uh, the formation of the brackets, which right. is obviously a very exciting time in college basketball. Every year, uh, we're right. going into the NCAA tournament, uh, which is gets the lion's share of the focus for the basketball season, even though I would argue some of the most interesting basketball is played during the conference schedule, where familiarity uh, breeds 
more more tense matchups in a lot of ways than the sort of flash in the pan. Just, jets, mister. No, we should jets. get to the catchphrases. Right. Okay. Mo- moving, right. moving forward. Uh, <sighs> so uh, I would jets. like to say Can't. if we're looking at my picks for the number one seed coming out of the Midwest region, it's going to be Indiana. Excellence, fellow basketball enthusiasts. Okay. No, Indiana is a great team. Is that where's the catchphrase? That was my catchphrase. Excellence, what? fellow basketball enthusiasts. That's your catchphrase? Catchphrases are meant to be catchy. Yeah, that's okay, not, well, not a catchy catchphrase. Let me, let me catchphrase. try another one. The the second number one seed uh, coming out of the South, in in my opinion, and this is going to be a surprising one, I think it's actually going to be Kansas. Okay, all right. And that's going to be some good watching because college basketball, while displaying less mastery over the game's elements than the NBA alternative, contains more energetic play and is therefore more interesting to many consumers. Wait, that's not a catchphrase at all. That that's, was supposed to be the catchphrase? It's a paragraph It's supposed to be like, Kansas K all the way. Okay, okay right? I, I understand, but I wanted Jay to. Jayhawking it up to the number one seed. Is that their mascot? The Jayhawks. Then that's I, good. I have to say, guys, I really feel like you're, 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 you're appealing to the lowest common denominator here. I think my, my phrase, while maybe less snappy, certainly speaks to the appeal of college basketball in a broader sense. Uh, I don't think we disagree whoa. with you there. I don't yeah. think the substance of, of the catchphrase is what we're having a problem with. It's the catchiness of it's a catchphrase, not a phrase. You know, maybe we can help you with some of these. Give, give us yeah, some. Okay. Give us totally. I, would, we'll I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want my catchphrases to distract from the the focus on the basketball. Well, I don't. Don't worry. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, let's try. Here, here's some of the ones that I have planned uh, for when I'm calling a game. Okay. okay. <clears throat> At the end of that rainbow is gold. Gold that is, in this case, redeemable for three points. So wait, that was that's the catchphrase for a three pointer. Yes, if you make a three pointer, I'm drawing a metaphor between the arc of a three point shot and a rainbow. No, yeah, we but, got the, no, that's we, like so long that they'd be on to the next play and doing something else. Well, I, I think you have to understand from a, 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 the point of view of a statistician, it's very important that we we ensure that people understand that it was in fact a three point shot. If you're keeping score at home, no, you're going to want to know what it was scored as because even when it appears obvious, right. there's times you're that supposed that, to just right. go at the end of the rainbow is gold. All right, let's let's okay. hear another one. All right. Well, All right, cool. We're gonna if we're gonna keep going. Uh, Nooksy's pass. This would be for a no look pass. It was suggested by NBC. I'm a little concerned by like it actually it. because Nooksy's does not appear in the Oxford English Dictionary, and I'm really not sure how one spells it. So I I think it's 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 I'm not sure how I'm gonna put it in in. How about that? I think that's and, the closest we've come to an yeah, actual catchphrase. Yeah, you should. Phrase. When somebody does a no look pass, you should say, be like, they did it all for the Nooksies. Come on. Okay. Um. Well, th- this you guys appear to be siding with the, the NBC on this one. Their executives were much more excited about Nooksies. Well, I was a little concerned because it didn't seem clear to me. And again, I'm not sure how you would spell Nooksies. It's doesn't have a precedent. N o o k s i e s. I I don't think okay. we should be worried about the spelling of the catchphrase. I think it's more about you saying the catchphrases. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. Well. Here's here's another one. Andreno was his name-o. Awesome. Not the home plumbing product, which it should be observed, is quite dangerous. That See, I think you went on a little too long with that one. Well, if children are watching Drano the game... Drano was his name-o! Yeah, but if, if, if children are watching the game, they might think that Drano is some sort of fun product. And, in fact, it is quite dangerous. If ingested, it could definitely be fatal, and it will burn the skin on contact. Ugh. I'm also a little concerned about potentially showing favoritism for a particular product over another one, so I was thinking of alternating between that and Liquid Plumber, plumber was his name Oh, Not the home plumbing product, which it should be observed, is quite dangerous. R- Ronnie, it doesn't make any sense once you say it that way. Uh, 
un- understood, but it would not show any particular favoritism to Drano. But it no longer makes sense, Ronnie. It doesn't make sense, Ronnie. Okay. All right. No, note taken. Okay. I'm going to move do, do on you here. Any, what, do you have any for defense? What about a good oh, defense? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, hold well, up a D in for, a for, Say for a block shot, we might say roadblock, detour, to turnover. It's a traffic metaphor in this case. No, I get that. Right, right. Metaphor. No, I think I think we I think we really understand. I kind of like roadblock though. If you start low, like roadblock. I'm not sure that I I'm comfortable using that much inflection in my voice. Clearly, I think okay. I think if you could maybe pass on a word to the NBC executives, uh, that, you know, Phil. Yeah, some, I've some, got some pretty okay. good. I don't know anything about basketball mm, or yes, stats, but, I, I but would I'm say energetic. That, that, that in in terms of educating the the viewing audience about basketball, uh, Phil's approach. I wouldn't say it's not a particularly good one. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Go on. Okay, well, uh, how about this one? Uh, for overrated teams, oh. we would say rated too high. No, next. No. What? What? It's you just next. say overrated it's... team sounds better than rated too high. Mm, oh, overrated, overrated, I don't know. Overrated. There we go. Especially when you do that sing-songy chant. I don't know that it, it, it just establishes that. Okay. You suck. Next. You suck. Well, one that NBC suggested that I'm not a big fan of is Doctor of Bracketology MD. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's kind great. of a funny, well, like, little, a, not really a catchphrase. It's, it's a fictional It's a fictional degree. My My graduate work was actually in the field of statistics, so I I, I, I just assume that we would go well, with Ronald Romano, PhD. Is the study yeah. of brackets. Right, like Doc Ronnie, masters in bracketology. Uh, yeah, but there's no sort of formal degree offered for such study of brackets. It would be, I think, disingenuous. Also, MD implies a, a medical degree, yeah. which in this case would be wildly uh, inconsistent with the, the subject matter that we're talking about. I'll tell you what, Ronnie, oh, I think man. we're losing the podcast listeners. Well, okay. like, yeah, we might be losing list, uh, viewers on NBC. Let me, let me, let is... me go to uh, several others. Uh, well, two more specifically. All right, how about this one? That shot was emphatically slammed down, perhaps with more force than was required. Is this for a slam dunk? Yeah. Oh, I oh, hate you God. so much. I hate you, Ronnie. You're taking the fun it's out terrible. of slam dunks. You're supposed well, to say I, a slam a jam a ding dong. What or Jordan just says. like dunk city. Yeah. These are these are just com- like these phrases seem like non sequiturs. Or just They're, like oh, unbelievable. You're suggesting that I scream gibberish in the middle of a college. Yeah, I would rather game? you just go blah 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 blah. Because the fans okay. watching at home when they see a slam dunk, they just go oh oh. Well, yeah, I have I have one more. I know. Phil, that you are a particular fan of instances oh, where don't mess final, with buzzer beaters. A final shot don't is mess with buzz, at, buzzer okay. beaters are he my could, only thing I like. This. I think you, can't you will find that this is a There's much so, I could better come up phrase. with three hundred that are going to be better than whatever you don't you take. You haven't heard it. I think okay. you'll find that this is I'll quite give good. It a chance. <clears throat> Narrowly beating the sound that indicates the end of a half or the game. Get the hell out. I, you I get the hell out of here. Quite get the hell out of here. We haven't even had a chance well to get out of here. We spent All the entire leave. time discussing catchphrases and not actual get basketball. Away. Is that oh oh thank oh he's you. he's quite angry. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm going to be on my way. All right, thank you very much, Farewell. Ronnie. Ronnie Romano, well. sports uh, college basketball analyst. Uh, it's Ronald. Hey everybody, this is NBA superstar and former Kardashian Chris Humphreys. To be honest, a lot of people out there get very confused when they look at a clock. What time is that saying? Why is there numbers on this screen? And how come the little hand is pointing to a different number than the big hand? Well, I'm here to tell you that this Sunday is daylight savings time, and it's time to move your clocks forward. 
spring forward, fall back, basketball. To be honest, this is very confusing to a lot of people, but all you have to do is find a little windy thingy on the back of your clock, a little beepy thingy on the front of your clock, or find a little windy doodad on the side of your watch. And if you have a cell phone, remember, satellites might take care of this for you. To be honest, I'm Chris Humphreys, and thanks for listening. Buzzer beater! Slamma jamma ding dong! <sighs> Professional basketball. Professional basketball news. Miami Heat are hot and on fire. Caliente. Caliente. That's racist. <laughs> yes, that was. It's a different segment. Yeah, they're mostly Cuban. Yeah. In Miami, yeah. So, oh, right. Well, yeah. I, was, I thought you meant the I team. Like any no, of the players like, in the no, team are Cuban. And Mark descent. Cuban owns the Dallas No, he did, a, he did a very Mexican stereotypical thing, and it's mostly Cubans in Miami. Coming right. off the heels of their Harlem Shake video, which is pretty much like every other Harlem Shake video, except this one had LeBron James. And it was twice <laughs> as long. The yeah. Miami Heat have won 15 straight games. Holy shit. Whoa. Uh, they set a franchise record, beating the Timberwolves uh, the other day, 97-81. They last lost February 1st. Whoa, wow. pre-Valentine's Day. They must have gotten some sweet love and they gave them a little extra energy. Oh, I think so. LeBron- I wonder if basketball players get laid. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. they might. I think yeah, yeah there's probably they they're probably that's getting, pretty cool. They do, Phil. There's there's a, there's a, uh, no, there's actually a problem <laughs> with out of wedlock children that would be evidence of them getting laid. Pretty cool. Very cool. <laughs> LeBron James said something about it being a great achievement, and then something boring about focusing on winning each game by itself, uh, one at a time. Snooze. Oh, he probably deflected praise to talk about a team effort next, but I can't say for sure because I fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, Come on, you jibber jabber. Oh, uh, you were so better as a heel. Do we think this is more or less impressive than the Chicago Blackhawks' current 22-game streak of uh, they have not lost in regulation? So they've they've lost in overtime three times, but other than that, they've won every. So they game. have not lost. on the front page of ESPN.com. Less impressive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they have lost. They lost in overtime a few times. Yes, but you still get a point for that. You're really crunch, crunching the stats here, Joel. Hey, well, it's it, well in in hockey they express them. It, it, there's three numbers. You're like Ugh. eighteen five and two because they have overtime losses being specifically separate. Yeah, keep talking, LeBron. LeBron James only dunks for one million dollars. Oh, oh, so do I. Does he get a million dollars for every dunk? Because he actually dunks fairly often. LeBron James is considering an offer from Irving Magic Johnson for one million dollars if he participates in next year's slam dunk contest. Why is Magic shelling out that kind of money? Because he really wants one of the best dunkers in the game to be in the slam dunk contest. In his 10-year career, James has never taken part in the dunk contest. And he does these dunks at warm-ups for the, for the home crowd and the away crowd. These sure, awesome yeah. dunks. He does them in warm-ups. Doesn't do it in the All-Star He's weekend. got enough money. Well, here's he's holding the entertainment value of the slam dunk contest hostage. Yeah, why don't you have a buzzer beater contest? Then you'll get some rowdy audiences. <laughs> oh, geez, that was my button on the same. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel terrible no, now. No, what no. What would a buzzer beater contest be, Phil? It would what be this. Uh, woof. Uh, woof. Uh, swish. Yeah! It'd just be a series of people taking shots and then hitting the buzzer while the ball was in the oh, air. Oh, God, that would I would be so jazzed. All, all you'd really be doing is just playing the buzzer I while the ball is in the air. I would paint my belly blue and scream. Like, it, would be, it would be a great contest. It'd be, yeah. it'd be the three-point contest, but noisier is all it would be. Yeah. The three-point contest, but like 
three seconds and you're from half court. Yeah. And someone has to inbound the ball to you and you're guarded. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, all right. Well, see, now now we're talking. Basically, that's it'd be like into. a game scenario where you'd, you'd, you'd have... Yeah, and they actually... have to whip it overhand. It has to go through a rafter. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I really... The, the, the buzzer beater contest where it has to go through a rafter or it doesn't count. Yeah. A whole bunch of guys, like, whipping balls up at the tops of these arenas. That would be great. Fans getting hurt. Yeah. Maintenance <laughs> men pissed about having to work overtime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James has never taken part in the slam dunk contest, was offered a million dollars. The NBA currently plays $100,000 to the winner of the dunk contest and $50,000 to the runner-up, which, according to Locker Room Legend, is usually just set on fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like NBA Jam. Right, no. Blake Griffith won in uh, 2011. He dunked over a car, using the term car loosely. It was a Kia. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> Evans won in 2012, and Terrence Ross won in 2013, plays for the Raptors. Nice. I have never heard of Terrence Ross. I've right? never heard Wouldn't of the Raptors. You, and here's the thing. If LeBron James is playing in the dunk contest, LeBron James is winning the dunk contest. Let's be real. Yeah. I watched Which, YouTube I mean, videos of his dunks and warm-ups. They're awesome. They make me go, oh! Think, LeBron James yeah. probably winning the dunk contest whether he actually wins the dunk contest or not. Well, they, if he I, participates, yeah. if he gets a million dollars, he kind of won already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, I didn't win. Crap, I missed out on that one-tenth of what I got paid to participate. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. <clears throat> Dennis Rodman, diplomat? No, oh. he'd be a terrible diplomat. Well, wait. He married Carmen Electra. <laughs> if you were... If you were <laughs> and, and no one who married Carmen Electra could possibly be expected. No, she could not he, be a first lady. I no he way. also had a fake wedding with Madonna. Right? Yeah, a hoax wedding with Madonna where he wore a dress. Yes, it was crazy. It was really stretching gender norms. Right, and we weren't ready for it at the time. This no, was, this was before Ellen had her show. Yes, <laughs> so everyone was freaked this out. This is for the when whole thing. they saw somebody with purple hair, and everyone went "Lodi" and fainted. I don't think that was quite the reaction. That yeah. was my reaction. All right, if you were to compile a list of American celebrities in the order of how likely they were to meet with Kim Jong Un. Dennis Rodman would be a spot above the dog from Airbud and a spot below the dog from the artist. <laughs> In other words, it would be unlikely. <laughs> right? That's yeah. right. No, he met with he uh, Dennis Rodman met with Kim Jong Un. Uh, he continues America's long history of uh, controversial sports celebrities acting as amb ambassadors to hostile regimes. Who could forget Ty Cobb joining British Prime Minister uh, Neville Chamberlain? In his meeting with Hitler in 1938. Yeah. Really? Bart Starr's secretive talks with Ho Chi Minh in 1965. Oh, that, that pissed a lot of people off. That it really did. did. It did. <clears throat> uh, Didn't Mickey Mantle go meet with Stalin at some point? Briefly. That? Briefly. Yeah. Traveled. Yeah. Rodman is the highest profile American to meet with Kim since he inherited power from his dad. Of course. <laughs> and Nepotism. Yeah. Uh, why was he here? Why was he there? Because there was a rainbow and a sparrow delivered him. Isn't that the thing? Like no. they were born under a rainbow. I'm gonna go with, with a the uh, a basketball game. Here's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Um, they had to send somebody. They're like, who'd be crazy enough to do that? How about that dude from the '90s with the purple hair and wedding dress? I don't the know worm. that they. I don't know that yeah. they had to send anybody. They did. <laughs> he traveled to North Korea with the Harlem Globetrotters no. for a new HBO series, which wow. begs the question. 
how long did it take HBO to get into the Harlem Globetrotter business? Seriously. (laughs) And while we're on the topic, I am much more comfortable with the Harlem Globetrotters assuming a role as diplomats in an openly hostile country than I am with Dennis Rodman. Here's my question. Do they also send the the Washington Generals or whatever, the Harlem Globetrotters bad guy team? I think it's the Washington Generals, yeah. I would assume so. Do you think that they all got executed after that? (laughs) Because they were just like, you have disgraced your game. (laughs) We did not see this guy. We, we probably would have let you actually play for it. Well, we lost for fun. <laughs> but this, is, this is a good point. The the Globetrotters, excellent diplomats. I feel like the entire Cold War could have been prevented by that glitter in a bucket gag. Oh, oh yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Why are you named the bubblegum? Khrushchev would have been like, oh, hey, <laughs> quite funny. We eliminate nuclear weapons. <laughs> uh, Dennis, This was Dennis Rodman uh, working yeah. international relations. He loves basketball. I said, Obama loves basketball. Let's start there. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty cool. Right? And, and, and uh, he asked me to give Obama something to say and do one thing. He wants Obama to do one thing, give him a call. Uh, Rodman said, who said the authoritarian leader was an awesome guy. Doesn't condone what he does. He later says, I don't condone what he does, but he's an awesome guy. Nice. I would like to go ahead and point out Dennis Rodman feels that Kim Jong-un Awesome guy. Yeah. His opinion on Michael Jordan in the mid in the early nineties, not that positive. That's not true. nearly that positive. You know what? That kind of describes every drinking buddy I have. Like, awesome guy. Don't trust him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I imagine uh Robin was probably pretty ready for this after being a friend of Bill Lambeers for so long. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely <laughs> I'm not in on that inside joke. Okay, all right. Uh, basketball is very popular in, in North Korea. Second only to foraging for food is a national pastime. <laughs> oh. um, like and, the Hunger Games. Yeah, and, and one of these days it's going to pass foraging for food. I really feel like it's going to jump up there. It's it's going to be the TV contract. Yeah, yeah exactly. as soon as yeah. they have edible basketballs, that's when it's going to pass it. <laughs> right, and the White House has responded in kind to to Dennis Rodman's remarks that North Korea should be more focused on the well being of its citizens and not celebrity sporting events. You know. Like us Americans. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we care much we're, more we're about, like, yeah. you know. Uh, we can't have a football season this year because there's people starving. Yeah. That's what, I mean, yeah. If anyone in America were going without basic necessities, we wouldn't be having pro sports, would we? No. Well, obviously. Income inequality. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Dunk contest. <laughs> All right. Slamma jamma ding dong. Buzzer beater. <sighs> Professional basketball. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports Weird Sports. When is Weird Sports getting a sponsor, Phil? I wonder aloud. I wonder as well. Well, we've reached out to a lot of people, uh, Febreze, 
Um, they wanted to sponsor Tech uh, Mentos. Mobile and not the, and Mentos wanted to sponsor Tim Tebow, yeah, but we, not this. But yeah, they uh, they they were all didn't have enough money for Weird Sports. This is pretty surprising. It costs a hundred thousand dollars per episode to produce Weird Sports. Well, this is our flagship segment. Yeah, yeah. they cannot cover. What about that? like ESPN three or something? We have like. 500 researchers working around the clock to bring you this segment every week. By 500 yeah. researchers, you mean one very overpaid Alex Rodriguez. That's, yes. He counts as 500 because he's my best friend. This week's weird sport, Bandy. 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 Bandy is the national sport of... Um, um, Ireland? Uh, no, not Ireland. I take that back. Bantralia. Australia. Russia. Way Bandy, off. the national sport of Russia. Yandy. Bandy is a team winter sport played on ice in which skaters use sticks to direct a ball into an opposing team's goal. It sounds, sounds like a, a precursor like to hockey. hockey. Yeah. It kind of does, doesn't it? But let's it's get into the history. The Russians really into ice hockey more so than America. Uh, but that hockey is not their uh, national sport because Bandy is. The history of Bandy. Uh uh, let's see. The games uh, that are accepted as direct predecessors to Bandy have been recorded in Russian monastery records dating back to the 10th and 11th centuries. Holy crap. Yeah, people have been playing Bandy for ages. That's... Wow. Take that, inventor of basketball, whoever you are. Your name has been lost to the records. Naismith. Nope. <laughs> uh, it's a game that could be recognized as essentially uh, modern Bandy was played in Russia in the early 1700s, so it really started taking shape. <laughs> Although the rules used uh, differed from those that were invented in England at a much later date. England holds the official rules. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Did they lose them in World War II? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Is that, like, what the... Yeah. How, do, how does... Wait, how does England have the official rules in Russians? Uh, you Russian know National England. Pay? They're yeah, all well, like, we're, we're in Paris, mate. Uh, we're going to take you. <laughs> Is that we're England? Take Is that England? Away. Is- I'm going to drink tea and steal bandy. So next to a sarcophagus in the British National <laughs> History Museum are the official rules for bandy. Is yeah. what you're telling me. I'll bet so. you yeah. at the end of World War II, I'll bet you Stalin traded them for you know Czechoslovakia. Yeah. And it was worth it. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, all the way through the modern times, Russia has kept a top position in the bandy area, being one of the founding nations of the International Federation, as well as the most successful team at the World Championships. Russia rocks this sport, you Wait, guys. there's a World Championships for bandy? You better believe. This sport seems really big. This is for, no one, dunk. being weird, and two... Never of even crossing my path. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of this. Well, that's because y'all don't go to Russia enough. This is uh, where the phrase bandy about comes from? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Russians see themselves as the creators of the sport, which is reflected by the unofficial title for bandy, Russian hockey. <laughs> okay. Again, the Russians are exceptionally good at actual hockey. Yeah, but they're better at bandy. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into the uh, let's get into the actual sport. Let's get our fingers dirty. Let's get yeah. a handful of bandy, right? 
Um, Bandy is played on ice using a single round ball. Two teams of 11 players each compete to get the ball into the other team's goal using sticks, thereby scoring a goal. The game is designed to be played on a rectangle ice field, which is the same size as a football or soccer field. Bandy has other rules that are similar to soccer. Each team has 11 players, one of which is a goalkeeper. A standard Bandy match must consist of two halves, 45 minutes each. The offside rule is also deployed. Oh, so they have offsides and icing. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. That'll slow the game down. The most exciting parts from what I've heard of hockey. Oh, yes. Offsides <laughs> and icing. Oh, People geez. being like, when are they going to icing? Um, <laughs> I, I once wrote a joke uh, for the sketch show that I write that um, there was apparently a big anniversary for hockey. And it was like the the 250-year or 500-year anniversary or something. And I wrote of hockey. And <laughs> I wrote this joke. I wrote, um, hockey just celebrated its 250th anniversary. The celebratory cake was called for icing. That's not bad. <laughs> did not get in the show. No, uh, what? Did That's not crazy. Get in the show. Very good joke, in my opinion. <laughs> um so, uh, typical gameplay, players attempt to propel the ball towards their opponent's goal. You know this stuff. It sounds a lot like hockey. But it's soccer and hockey. It's sake. It's bandy. <laughs> it's Russian hockey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are eight rules in the official bandy rules. Only eight. No book needed. More of like a constitution. It's a one-pager. Okay. Yeah. Our constitution is not one page, Phil. It should be. <laughs> the same rules are designed to apply to all levels of bandy, although certain modifications for groups such as juniors, seniors, and women are permitted. That's, that sounds reasonable. Sounds sexist, ageist, and juniorist to me. Uh, the rules also are, be ageist. Yeah, also just a different side. <laughs> yeah. uh, the rules are often framed in broad terms, which allow flexibility in their application depending on the nature of the game. The rules can be found on the website of the Federation of International Bandy website. Of course. Yeah. Wait, wait. what's the name of the website? The uh, uh, Federation of International Bandy. And the music download. <laughs> Watch all your programs, American. <laughs> Watch the sea rule on Federation of International Bandy site. <laughs> and illegal episodes of happy endings. Vodka. We pronounce it with a W like vodka. It is a wild and crazy sport. Ah, get big American breasts. Uh, each team consists of a maximum of eight, 11 players, excluding substitutes. One of whom ooh, must ooh, be the hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore, playing both ways, no subs. Yeah. A team of fewer than eight players may not start the game. <laughs> but, you, but you could start with nine. Yeah, you could. Goalkeepers are the only players one. allowed to play the ball with their hands or arms, but they are only allowed to do so within the penalty area in front of their own goal. God, I know, soccer. right? Though there are a variety of positions in which the outfield... Non-goalkeeper players are strategically placed by a coach. These positions are not defined or required by the rules of the game. You can play with whatever players wherever you want. You can Sounds have, like what, eight sitting right by the goal and then two people trying to push it. That's true eight. for pretty much every sport, though. Not if there's offsides or icing. <laughs> That's true. Effectively. Joel? No, but the, the definition of positions usually isn't in the rules. It's sort of defined by... Uh, the way that people have played the game. Yeah, but on the other hand, let's talk about the bandy stick. <laughs> right. The stick used in bandy is a natural part of the sport. 
The stick should be made of an approved material such as wood or another similar material, and it should not contain any metals or sharp parts which can hurt the surrounding players. Snorlax. <laughs> you know, things things They just... have to specify that your sticks can't have metal or sharp parts that can hurt the other players? In the 15th century, the monks got a little out of control. Yeah, yeah they made theirs out of thorn bushes. <laughs> that, that is a board with a nail through it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should be allowed Yours to have Yours is made that. of vials of acid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably don't want to be swinging that around. I don't want to quibble here, but maybe we should include a rule to say... The bandy stick should be crooked at the uh, and the bend of the blade is split into five different dimensions. So like a hockey stick. Yeah, it's just like a hockey <laughs> stick. I'm looking at the picture now. And just, I'm going to skip it. It's right there. See, it's got a little tape pretty, on the end. Pretty just much like just a, a hockey stick. It looks <laughs> like a hockey just stick. Just a hockey yeah. stick. Uh, let's go to the Olympic Games. Bandy um, is in the Olympics? Though, Although bandy was a demonstration sport at the 6th Olympic Games in 1952, Oslo, no, that can't be 6th, can it? 6th Winter Games, they're probably saying. Oh, 6th Winter Games in 1952 in Oslo, uh, and the IOC accepted it. It has not become an official Olympic sport. There are only three teams that played bandy at the 1952 Wimper win, Olympics. Finland, <laughs> Norway, and Sweden. How Russia they do? didn't play. Oh, so yeah, so, uh, so I think one of them won, the other two lost. So there was no Russian team. Oh, in the 52 Olympics. Uh, but at the 2014 Cold Wimper War. Olympics they, coming they... up, Bandy will be presented within the cultural program. Wow. And the International Federation is trying to make it a full medal sport in Pyongyang in 2018. Where's Pyongyang? Pyongyang. Isn't that North Korea? I was going to say, I think you're pronouncing that wrong, because we definitely did not give the Olympics to North Korea. That could not have happened. Uh, Dennis Rodman? <laughs> yeah. Let me click you on fool. this. Uh, it's in South Korea. There we oh, there you go. Yeah. I was about to say, Joe, you say we. Remember, IOC, not we. That's true. Rather that's emphatically true. not we. Well, I don't know. See, I'm a citizen of the world. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's, you know, my brothers and sisters on the IOC. Yeah. And I'm a terrible racist. Uh, I am a citizen of America, and therefore I feel I have absolutely no connection to the IOC. Yeah, I was going to go through all the national bandy federations, but uh, I'm afraid we're running low on time. What do you guys uh, think? Give us, give us two. Two okay. of your favorite bandy, national bandy I'm going to pick some at random. Okay. Um, how about this one? Uh, this is Afghanistan. Has a bandy federation. Afghanistan. You think they have enough problems, but no bandy. <laughs> The Bandy Federation of Afghanistan. Who would have guessed that that was the name? Nope. Where do they have ice? Isn't that very yeah. hot? I mean, it's, it's, uh, well, yeah, it's pretty mountainous, too. I think it gets pretty cold in lots of parts of Afghanistan. Uh, okay, then I'm going to go with another one. Sweden. Can you guess what this one is? Sweden, the Bandy, Bandy Federation Bandy. of Sweden. You're absolutely right. It's the <laughs> Svenska Bandy Forbuden. <laughs> <laughs> Which I assume means... Bandy, Bandy Federation. Federation of Sweden. <laughs> that brings us to an end of another Weird Sports <laughs> Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings us to the close of another sports. sports sports podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail.com. That's sports 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 podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports the number three podcast. That's at the sports. The number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports 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 Podcast. You'll top our thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at Stitcher.com and search Sports 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 
podcast. You can find us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet. And check out all of our other podcasts from Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, and you can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word, Space Podcast. And while you're there, please rate and review. It helps out big time. Or you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Boy, I got to tell you guys, I have been running around like crazy lately. Schedule's so busy. I cannot wait until this coming Sunday. I'm going to bed an hour early. I'm hoping to catch up on sleep. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, we spring forward. He's, yeah, you're This losing. is the Sunday we spring for Daylight what, Savings. Serious? Didn't you hear Chris Humphreys? Freaking kidding Chris me? Chris Humphreys just announced what you... All right, it's, it's the GD federal government, okay? Like, they oh, have a right oh, to dictate no. to us sure. what time is when. Like, wait, no. we, we change the freak, like, time? The, the government yeah, gets to dictate cha- what time sure, is? Just... This is... This is bullcrap, all right? I am... I am... I gotta leave. I'm writing a letter. An angry, angry letter. Lights off! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.